this is Anjali Vimala and welcome you all to the next episode of this series. And the first story is a podcast with CXO's founders and co-founders sharing their entrepreneurial journey. Each episode features a conversation with these entrepreneurs about their adversities, lessons learned, mistakes and about how they are running a successful business today. So this podcast is to help many upcoming entrepreneurs and early stage startups with some of the best tips received from these pioneers and business leaders. Today we have an entrepreneur VC partner and a co-founder of boutique consulting firm that is helping many businesses in three major areas that is people process and profitability. Sushant Pandey is a VC partner with having more than 20 years of experience in leadership and is also a certified Six Sigma black belt holder. So today we will listen to the entrepreneurial journey of Mr. Sushant Pandey and have some advice for startups. Let's hear in his voice. But before our conversation with Sushant, I would like to take a moment to thank you for listening. To make sure you don't miss out the next episode on an FO story, please subscribe to the show on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you listen. Please rate and review the show so that it helps me to bring you more inspiring entrepreneur guests. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Hi Sushant, welcome to our first story. Thanks, thanks Anjali. Pleasure is all mine. Okay, great. So, yeah, Sushant, can you please tell me who is Sushant Pant to this world and how you started your entrepreneurial journey? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, my name is Sushant. I'm the co-founder of the consulting firm called Easy Problem Solving. Uh, my entrepreneurial journey actually started pretty late in my life uh, after having worked 23 years across various corporates like Wipro and GE. I decided uh, I have worked enough for someone else and it's time to start on my own. So that's when uh, me and my co-founder, his name is Shishir, is based in Delhi. We decided to launch our own consulting venture because the opportunity that that we saw in the world was uh, that a lot of firms can can benefit by adopting a process-centric approach to their business rather than a person-centric approach and uh, then help scale and compete with the global firms. So that is something that we've seen work very well in in large organizations. And our aim is to bring similar set of services to the small and medium-sized businesses. Okay, cool. Uh, So you started along with your co-founder. How did you hire for the co-founder? Is that from your network or else like how did you hire your co-founder? Yeah, so this is this is interesting. The challenge with uh, you know, I don't believe in finding a co-founder. It doesn't really work because you know, it is not just about skill sets being compatible. There has to be a lot of personal chemistry and a shared vision of what you want to achieve with your firm. Uh, so I was lucky enough that uh, me and my co-founder, Shishir, we worked together, uh, you know, long back and we remained in touch ever since. So when, uh, in fact, it was uh, he that came up with the idea and, uh, you know, I, I saw merit in it. And together we decided that, okay, this is this is something that we are equally passionate about and uh, something that we can make a business venture out of so that's that's what we've done so what what i advise a lot of people go for technical competence uh, you know there is some uh, there's this fear that uh, you know entrepreneurship has to be completed in 5 years and 7 years you know hmm. the moment they put a time frame to the journey that i believe is the biggest mistake uh, hmm. what one should look at is have a co-founder who's equally invested in your in your vision and is equally passionate about it and then look at uh, the complementing set of uh, of skills uh, so that's that would be my advice to everyone uh, 
uh, and there is there is no shame in acknowledging what you don't know and spend mm-hmm. some time learning it uh, you know that you, everything cannot be completed by just getting a co-founder on board true yes so how did you get your initial investment to start the business so we we didn't believe in initial investment so our approach is slightly more old school uh, we believe in uh, in bootstrapping the business uh and then letting uh, revenue from the business fund your own growth so you know that's that's our approach that we have and uh, there are there are a lot of startups who operate in this mode as in let uh, let the investor chase you rather than you chasing the investor so if you have a business model which can actually make money you really don't need outside money to to you know to to grow your business and that's the model that we have uh, utilized so far yeah so i have also seen that um Sushant, you are a partner at Startup Expander, so you are also an investor. No, I'm not an investor. What we help do is we are a partner with Startup XY. So, startups who have uh, gone beyond Series A uh, funding or are in the growth stage of their journey, uh, we help them set up uh, their business processes, which can then uh, help the company in scaling up in a faster manner. Okay, great. Uh, what kind of support will you providing for the startups? Will be giving a training, or is like you'll be having, uh, you'll be being there an extended arm for arm for the startups. So the kind of support that we give to the startup is we help align their strategy uh, and the organizational purpose with the functioning of each department. Because what happens is the moment uh, an organization takes a certain scale, every department or function ends up having their own vision. and that pulls the organization in several different directions so our approach is we create help them create an aligned organization help them identify the right metrics to to deploy and then to track uh, so that you know you have the pulse of how and where the business is going uh, and in today's day and environment the strategy needs to be very agile uh, so you know gone are the days of one year or two years kind of strategy strategy needs to be at best about 3 to 6 months uh so that's that's what we help the organizations uh, adopt uh and and scale faster okay so because like um, we all know the biggest challenge for startup is like handling in the team as you rightly said uh, different departments will be going with the different um, missions and will be going in the different directions so how do you resolve this problem like bringing all the team onto the one specific goal yeah so i'll i'll give you let me let me answer that question by giving an example of mcdonalds right So McDonald's, if you look at it, is one of the most successful restaurant brands in the world. Yeah. But they only do one thing, and they do it well. You know, they they just make burgers. McDonald's does not compete with Domino's. McDonald's does not compete with Pizza Hut. Mm. In fact, it doesn't even compete with some of the larger restaurants. Right? They they only do one thing, and if you look at their entire uh, organizational structure, it's just geared uh, to make uh, you know faster burgers cheaper. right that's that's what their vision is and that's what they end up achieving in fact to the extent that even when you take a franchise for mcdonalds the expectation is that you 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 will have to travel to chicago and learn how to flip burgers even if you are you're just putting in money to start a franchise so okay. with that kind of focus uh, you know uh, and it's called the burger university so with that kind of focus uh, you know it's 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 not a surprise that today they they are the success story that they are you know wherever they go in the world is the same story being played over and over again and it's they are extremely successful at rolling out that model okay so that's that's what we help uh, organizations achieve you know create an aligned organization in which everything works towards a singular purpose hmm got it uh, 
So, uh, and one of the most important things for startup is getting the first client. How did you get yours in easy problem solving? Yeah, so the uh, one of the advantages that we had is because we had worked a uh, pretty long time. So, you know, before we launched our own venture, both me and my co-founder had about uh, 20-22 years in leadership experience across various companies. So we had our own networks. Uh, so the first advice is always reach out to your network. Uh, and that's that's where, you know, in a B2B business, you typically end up getting your first client. Uh, also, it's, it's very important to believe in your idea when you pitch it to your first client, right? Because hmm. clients have this constant thing of, has anybody tried you before? Uh, you know, we believe that there is no shame in saying that somebody has to be the first one. Right. Yes. Uh, yes. So that's that's what we tell them. Have faith in what you're delivering, uh, and then just go ahead with that. Uh, you know, so somebody is bound to believe in it. Uh, it is is that way for every large company. You know, uh, be it be it the Wipro's or the Cognizant's of the world. And I deliberately take names of Indian companies because India is the market that one should look to for inspiration. Uh, they also started somewhere, right? There were there was this first person who believed that uh, you know uh, a large firm, be it TCS or be it Wipro. Good provide IT services. You know, it's not that they they acquired a billion dollars and then they started looking for the first customer. So you know, it's it will be a struggle to find the first customer. But if you have belief in what you are delivering, uh, somebody or the other is bound to place their trust in you. And your initial set of customers will come to you more for your passion than anything else. Is what okay. we've learned. Okay. Will you believe in like, uh, because some, some customers will be very specific because uh, for every customer, their project is more important than any other thing. So if, it, if they wanted to give that st- project to a startup and um, uh, they know that that was the first project. So how do you build trust in that case? Will you be uh, giving them proof of concept or like how you will be building trust for them? No, so it, it wasn't really, in our case, it wasn't really a first project that we were doing. We have executed mm-hmm. some large projects for various organizations earlier. So our pitch to them was simple, that you have two options. Either you can hire somebody like us mm-hmm. and uh, then expect him or her to deliver the project for you. But that's that's an expensive and that's a long-term proposition. The problem that a startup has in hiring uh, senior leadership from large corporates is, a, is an aspiration mismatch and a pay scale mismatch. So where uh, where they end up benefiting is getting somebody like us who has experience in doing it. And uh, that individual can in turn deliver it. So whatever the client is asking, we are very uh, clear and upfront in saying what is it that we can do and what is it that we cannot do. So there is uh, no promise uh, of, of talking about things that we know we won't deliver. So we are very clear in what we can, what we can't do. And when people see that clarity, they, they obviously place, place their money on you. Okay, so like being transparent is must and should for the startup. Absolutely. Okay, great then. So because like um, we hear uh, stories of fake before you make. I don't believe in it. I think that's that's one of the biggest nonsense which has been propagated. Uh, yeah. There's nothing called faking it till you're making it. Hmm. Uh, you just just do your honest work, uh, and and things will fall your way. You know, it's it's something which was said much before this in Gita. You know, you you have the right to your work. You don't have, uh, you know, don't expect your fruits. They will come. What 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 you deserve, you'll end up getting. So it's fine. Just just be honest in the pursuit of your journey. Okay, great. That's a good advice. 
so yes sushant um so i have seen that you have delivered a revenue of 500k us dollars for your clients within the first year of operations that's so right, how yeah. did you achieve it yeah so when we you know that's that's one of our biggest differentiation when we when we engage in a project we look at the benefit that we can deliver to the client and we tell them up front uh, during the discovery phase that this is the value that we will deliver and we tie our own uh, you know uh, incentive to that so that's that is something that we call having skin in the game uh, you know we just don't uh, stop at recommendations we actually help the client implement and derive benefits out of those recommendations and uh, you know what what we do is we relook at the processes in a very different mechanism so why can't an hr or a recruitment function you know uh, adopt some best practices from how sales happen so we look at uh, you know far associations and that's that's how we help them redesign the entire structure so i can't get into much details because then it will be getting into client confidential information okay okay yeah so how do you market your business so marketing we we rely very heavily on uh, on linkedin uh, and we we do a lot of uh, social media marketing even in the b2b business so all we do is we create awareness about our services we create success stories and uh, one thing which works very well in the initial years of any business is word of mouth marketing so if you do good work uh, you know you can be rest assured that your customers will end up talking about you to other people and uh, that's how the the story gets ahead uh, and you know your your stories need to stand out so most people what i see is they they change their themes very frequently uh, yeah. from one week to the next so we stick with the theme uh, and and we don't uh, go by uh, you know what the quote unquote the hot trends are hot trends suggest that they last for one month maybe two and then they're out but the business that you're building will last for 30 40 50 years if not more so that's uh, that's something that we believe in uh, keep talking about your work uh, whoever is interested is bound to take notice the advantage in today's scenario is that you know social media has actually reduced the cost of marketing to practically nothing so yeah. there are various mechanisms which are available which which help us reach our required clientele so uh, so what were your uh, major challenges that you faced in easy problem solving and how did you resolve it the biggest challenge actually happened in 2020 when this uh, covid lockdown hmm. happened because that was the time that we were actually pivoting our business and suddenly everything came to a standstill so for about 6 months we didn't make any money uh, you know revenues were shut and they were down what we did in that time is we actually spent time uh, understanding the changes that the market was experiencing and going through and then uh, evolved our entire services structure to to the new needs in the business so that is something that we've been successful in doing so for example from consulting we've now evolved to being uh, an innovation partner with companies so what, what we help a lot of companies realize is that innovation is not just about uh releasing a new product or or figuring out a new technology a lot of innovation can happen in in your business processes in your product positioning it also uh, right which is less expensive uh which can derive much better benefits you know because what what people get influenced by is what they see in the media so they see an uber they see of they see an amazon they see a facebook and they think that's innovation but there's a lot of innovation outside of these companies as well which hmm. does not get talked about as much but it's it's much more uh, effective and uh, for uh, for small and medium businesses which are our target segment okay so um, what does innovation meant to you 
innovation is basically uh, you know figuring out a new way of doing things and then doing that at a scale right it's, it's not about inventing inventing is just about figuring out a new thing but when you take an invention to scale and create hmm. meaningful products and services which can benefit a lot of people we call that innovation okay so easy problem solving i think majorly focuses on these innovation right correct yeah so um when one should think of an exit strategy for a startup so depends uh, on on what they want to achieve uh, there, there are various ways my my question to everyone is that you know why do you even need an exit strategy uh, why why can't you just scale it out to to be another business and not every business has to be a billion dollar organization right you you can eventually that has to define as to what you're trying to do in life so if if you're trying to create a lifestyle business you really don't need an exit strategy you need to make enough money so your life is comfortable but whereas if you're looking to scale it to to be the next big thing then uh, then you can decide on what the strategy is so the idea is you know if you started a business it has to tie up to your vision of what you eventually want to do with it uh, anybody who's trying to you know do a business just to make money uh, i have not seen them last really long right because businesses get more difficult before they end up making money for you so it's a, it's a risky bet if the whole idea is to make money in the shorter term uh, a job is always a better bet than a business okay yes because like many people today are confusing that businesses can make them rich faster so yeah. today for example a full stack developer uh, with with about 2 to 3 years experience can easily command a salary of 20 25 lakhs plus right no business is going to make you that kind of money in 2 years flat with a single person so it's not going to happen so if 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 you're doing business to to get rich fast you're in for a rude shock <laughs> yeah so uh, so sushant uh, how did your em- employee experience have helped you in employer experience yeah we we are very clear one thing that we are a small team we are not a very large team and uh, what we work with is we work with pretty senior folks so given our nature of the business you know we we want our requirement and our, our business's requirement that anybody who wants to work with us needs to come in with at least 15 plus years of experience uh, lesser than that doesn't really work for us uh, so to to keep such kind of workforce engaged is is a whole different paradigm so the first thing that works for us is is transparency and especially when things are going bad uh, you need to be very open and transparent with your team uh, saying this is this is what's going to happen uh, we don't believe in shying away uh, second is uh, make everybody a partner in your success so listen to their ideas it's it's never a one way street uh, so we always have two way communications you know even if you know you want to disagree with the founder so be it uh, our, our meetings are very open and at times extremely heated uh, because of that's that's the culture that we want to inculcate you know hierarchies don't really matter what matters is can can a solution deliver the best value for the client that's what we look at and that's that's that defines of you know how we are structured also what we also encourage in our employees is that they have to be you know part uh, entrepreneurs you know intra- entrepreneurs within an organization so we call that mm. entrepreneurs and then they have to own a part of their success so you know a part of their uh, payout is is tied up to you know how effectively can can they uh, deliver the services you know is is there a better model of delivering the service to the client 
if they can figure it out make us more profitable and obviously we give them a higher cut so there there's a more thrust on variable versus just fixed okay so is there like any esops that you will be giving to your employees to retain them as of now i don't know we'll think about it in the future if we need to go down that path okay so sushant uh, after your um, journey with wipro you have entered like you have started some other thing like affiliate market affiliate marketing and real estate on this all this thing and you, you were into that for uh, almost 2.3 years so mm. what were your biggest learnings from that experience from that journey so that uh, that venture didn't work out for me uh, mm. so like what, what went wrong I, that, that was not the business that i was fully invested in you know it, it wasn't tying up with with what i wanted to do as an individual but what it taught me was the importance of sales uh, you know how you need to be uh, you know very relentless when you are selling and that is you know i've seen a lot of people struggle with that so my advice to everyone is that if you are not un- if you are uncomfortable in selling think again whether you want to get into business because business is all about selling uh and you you have to be extremely uh, comfortable in selling and which which basically means that you know you have to be relentless in your pursuit uh, so just because somebody said no is no reason for you to give up on your idea and you know there there are obviously more rejections than there are uh, acceptances so if you if you're pitching 100 100 times you know it's it's very normal to get be rejected 90 times and those 10 times that you do get accepted is where you actually make a lot of money and that's what businesses are all about so that's what my field venture told me is to be relentless and uh, that's that's how you proceed in your journey so you know i'm i'm not shy of saying that it didn't work out because that that business wasn't for me so my advice to your audience is that even if you fail in your business what you have to understand very clearly is that uh, did you gain something from a mindset perspective hmm so it could be that as an individual you don't align to a business or you know sometimes the market reality is change and and your product or service is no longer desirable but can you take that zeal that eventually you want to do an entrepreneurship why do you want to do it then figure out a better idea to do it it's no no big deal okay so uh, like um, we have seen companies also like startups where the startups work on an idea for Uh, more than one year without seeing any profits and they expect some of the other day they'll get profits because of the business model they has so what do you suggest for them because like uh, how a start startups has to make money and uh, if they if that, that goes more than one uh, one and a half year or more than two years is it good to good for a entrepreneur to still pursue the idea of his startup no so profit i don't know there are various ways of looking at profit but we, that's what we tell startups is that have the define the right metrics that you're looking at right so if you're only looking at uh, initially you may want to look at hits on your website as a decent metric you know to to see how much traction is it generating at some point you want to move from hits to conversions right and then and then then conversion to stickiness and repeat buying and so on and so forth so what is the metric that you're looking at at each point in time and one of the easy ways that most people can learn for this is uh, it's very simple they all they need to do is sign up with uh, the y combinator startup school it's a free thing yeah. uh, and and they offer enough courses around uh, you know what what you should do as as a as a budding entrepreneur so you know what metrics to do how do you handle your co-founders what are the kind of pitfalls that will happen 
so these are these are small 30 minute modules uh, you can just look it up on the net free to register they also organize exchange programs virtually wherein you can talk to other uh, founders across the globe and learn from their experiences as well so i think that's that's a great platform to get into yeah and these days like um, when i open linkedin also na, these days many startups have been this and it's great to hear that many like south indian startups are getting into y combinator and they are getting good amount of funding and um, and the lessons they were learning were like incredible really hmm. yeah sushant also here was the last one what advice would you like to give to young entrepreneurs on how best to start so my idea is uh, you know my my simple advice is be very clear on why you want to do your business you know uh, what is it that business will give you uh, as i said earlier if you are in to get rich quick uh, it's is the most foolish decision you will ever make in your life uh, mm. but having said that let that not stop you make the decision <laughs> figure it out uh, the other is uh, you know once once you're convinced as to your reasons of doing the business then figure out a business that you are you're comfortable doing right or something where your heart is see eventually any business will make money so it is not that uh, you know because the media talks a lot about uh, you know e and and internet based businesses is not that traditional businesses have gone out of the window right so there are still companies which make cement there are still companies which make trucks and there are still companies into oil exploration etc so you know people are doing various kind of businesses uh, not everything is currently internet dominated uh, so you can you can make money out of any and everything uh, and understand that what you are reading about as far as successes are concerned are just about 2 to 3% rest uh, what you are not hearing about are the ones who didn't make it but don't let that cow you down uh, the fact is that it will get uh, tougher before it will get better so be if you are in for the long haul then you will eventually succeed there is nothing which stops you great thanks for the advice sushant yes uh, so we are done with q and a round and we'll we'll step into rapid fire so okay. we'll have um, around eight questions in the rapid fire mm-hmm. so let me quickly ask this and you must answer the first thing that comes to your mind sure okay. yes so which is the best future that differentiates from differentiates you from others belief in self okay what's one of the biggest challenge that you have faced to date biggest challenge was uh, the 2020 lockdown you know mm-hmm. uh, when, when you don't see money for 6 months in a row and then you really have to look back at your decision of starting the business but we are glad that we we continued the path and uh, the moment the lockdown was lifted if i compare year on year our business grew by about 30% so when when you face tough times just ride it out don't give up okay so name one business leader that inspires you the most uh that will have to be azim premji uh with one because obviously i worked in wipro uh and second the the business ethics you know irrespective of what the sentiment is uh you know always work to your ethics be very very transparent and eventually you will see success that is something that that i've learned from the great man okay and anything that you are implementing in your startup from wipro ethics again so we we don't believe in uh, uh in taking the shortcuts ever so everything that we do has to be true and honest and uh, within the legal limits of of what's permitted okay so what do you do in your free time oh i love cycling uh 
so you know when, whenever i get time i prefer going uh, cycling so hyderabad has lot of avenues to offer as far as cycling is concerned and that's mm. that's what i like okay best business advice you have ever received uh the best business advice that i ever received was from a friend of mine he is a successful entrepreneur himself uh, and he said uh, you know if 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 you think you are uh, capable enough to start a business then instead of talking about it start your business okay uh, morning person or night out no morning person okay advice for listeners that they have to apply in their lives so just just believe in yourself uh, and uh, you know my my advice is we, we we are a bunch of very strong believers in the indian context so read a lot about your culture uh, there is enough inspiration there from from geeta to vivekanand to paramhans it's all there so just read about them and you will see enough inspiration you don't need to look for uh, ideals outside of this country yeah okay great uh, thank you sushant it was great talking to you sure likewise Thank you again for listening to our first story. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, iTunes, or wherever you listen. You can also visit www.anafirststory.com to explore more content and learn about how other entrepreneurs are tackling the challenges every day and running a successful business. Please rate and review the show so that it helps me to bring you more inspiring entrepreneur guests. Thank you. Oh.